To start the show, I would like to do a musical interlude. Oh, that's a bummer because I was going to start the show with I don't know if you can trust mall creeps. That was giving me like this fun in. It's after Christmas, but the song rules. <laughs> All right, here we go. Happy holidays, everybody! Little, uh, little big bad voodoo daddy for your holidays. Oh yeah, that's that's enough of that. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite bands, Big Bad Voodoo Daddies. That that's an old karaoke favorite of mine. Doing Mister uh, Mister White Christmas or Mister Heatmiser? No, uh, you and me in the bottle makes three. You and me. I would do that for karaoke all the time. Yeah, that I knew. I've seen Man. that. I've seen that live. So for the five years that I sang with a big band here in the Denver area, um, our big closer every night was Minnie the Moocher based off their version. Oh, so, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. It was the big, it was the big, the big closer and everybody loved it. I got everybody to sing along and with the scat stuff. Great. Tim, what do you know about big band stuff? That I like it. Good man. That's all I like. I'm open to almost all music except for like jazz. And no offense. Oh, I'm, I I haven't oh, I haven't heart. aged in I haven't aged into wine and I haven't aged into jazz. <laughs> and I feel like that is a direct connection. I feel like once that's there, like I do like wine. My uh, like see, my my off ball music taste is um, I love bachata. Okay. I love Latin music of all kinds. Oh, like so, ranchero. Yeah, like ranchero, bachata, salsa, just uh, reggaeton. Uh, like I, I love all of it. So it, it's kind of. What's funny? I was going to say, what's funny is uh, Tim said uh, jazz and no offense. And I thought he said jazz and no effects. No, like, like I can't get into jazz and fuck that mic. <laughs> um, uh, Tim, do you know about uh, Dame Tu Cosita? No. Oh, Should I yeah. know? It's a reggaeton song. Uh, okay. I was going to tell a story, but that story can be said another day. <laughs> nice. Anyway, we're doing a podcast. Sure. <laughs> it's called The A-Show. Um, right. And uh, despite Adam Van's um, wishes, we are back. That's right. What? Did he talk shit? Does, he, does he ever not talk shit? Adam Van, one day we're going to have it out. 
I'm gonna we're gonna do the do the arm wrestling gimmick. <laughs> Superpose down at a LVAC. Superpose down at like a Waffle House. Yes, yeah, at a Perkins. At a Perkins. No, no <laughs> just Perkins. Ooh, most Perkins mu- most muscular. Dude, Perkins sucks worse than Applebee's. No, I love Applebee's. Wow, I love yeah, Applebee's. No. Oh no, I would wild. spend. I'd spend days in Applebee's before you'd get me to spend an that, hour. That's in Perkins. a wild statement, sir. I will go wherever the people Perkins go, movies. and if if they want to, if people want to go to Perkins, I'm going to Perkins. Did you guys hear about the thing in Queens where all the uh, anti-vaxxers went to Cheesecake Factory to oh, get gosh. thrown out? And um, I, my big thing was, okay, one, you're dumb because you're not getting a vaccine, but two, your hill to die on is the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I mean, where else can you go where you have to go through 35 pages of a menu? I was going to say, I thought Cheesecake Factory only served desserts. No, nah, man. No, sir. No. They have, every the che- kind of, they have every kind of cuisine you can imagine. The Cheesecake Factory gives you a menu, and it's like reading through, like, the Old Testament. <laughs> it's so many pages. Wait till you get to – the reading through the cheesecakes is like going through, like – the the birthing it's it's in, the begats like, so and so begat so and so who begat so and so who begat so and so yep so which cheesecake is Judas red velvet I don't like red velvet red velvet's all right nah so. not a red velvet guy I'm also not a cheesecake guy but that's whoa just, what are you Eric Pinhat I know has your ass slighted Eric you're asking <laughs> yourself. Tim, how did you build this body with no cheesecake? <laughs> and I tell you, there are options. <laughs> there are options. On uh, IWTV, they do the um, – it's like the life of. And if you watch the life of uh, Jeff Cannonball, he talks about being a vegan and uh, why he's still the size he is. And uh, I'm, I'm sure it's similar. Um, but big ups to Jeff Cannonball, by the way. Eric oh, yeah. Pinhat just texted me. What the fuck? <laughs> His ears were burning. Well, Doesn't he have some weird. pictures to take or something? What was it? Him talking about um, how he will not eat cheesecake because all he can do is picture slices of American cheese on cake. Uh, no, it was actually him being like, "Hey, I added those episodes of Bob's Burgers that I missed." And so I said, "Oh, good," because <laughs> I was looking for like specific Bob's Burgers uh, Christmas shows and. Uh, couldn't find him. But anyway, <laughs> we are here to do the finals, goddammit. The Fall 2021 ter- Joe Sposto Drafterweight Championship Tournament of Champions. It's come down to the number one seed, the rightful number one seed, Tim Taylor. That's right. And uh-huh. the number three seed. You were three, right? I was number three. It's been so long that I can't even remember. Number, <laughs> number three, David Kincannon. Thank you for having me. Both hosts of fantastic podcasts you can hear on the soon-to-be-named network. Room, room. <laughs> the Lamborghini of podcast networks. <laughs> Tonight, there will be no Lamborghinis. There will be busted-out station wagons all over the place because it is reverse draft lethal lottery. And it's WCW 1991. So we've been doing some prep work today. We had, and I'm putting air quotes here, a horrible ice storm. Oh, oh <laughs> was it not that bad? I got home and the sun came out five minutes later. Oh. 
I mean, it did eventually snow. And, yeah. But, like, they only snowed for about 15 minutes. And work was like, hey, we're trying to get everyone out of here because it's going to be really icy. And we work on the side of a mountain. And that sucks. So I was like, okay, I will go work at home. And I got home and opened my laptop. And then the sun came in through my window. And I just laughed and laughed and laughed. But it gave us a chance to really discuss 1991 WCW. And I watched Great American Bash 91 today. Boy, howdy. In preparation for this and what a terrible I'm sorry. show. I'm sorry. And I watched Starcade 91. I've seen Starcade 91 multiple times. I love it. Like, from a pure perspective of how bad it is. It's, it's not good. However, <laughs> it's, it's certainly not good. However, the last 20 minutes or so of the, of the Battle Bowl, um, is actually really well booked. Oh, and makes a Battle ton Bowl's of sense. always fun. It's just getting to Battle Battle Bowl, sure. I think, or I think Starcade 91 was the start of my hatred of Mike Graham. Oh. Which <laughs> there, we had there's a lots start, of people, conversations about last week. Yes, people we don't that just, was, you're not just born hating Mike Graham? <laughs> no, I didn't hate, I didn't hate Mike Graham until, uh, till the rise and fall of WCW. Oh ah. my God. Yeah. My hatred of Mike Graham was like when he started being the talking heads for everything, and I'm like, who the fuck yeah. is Mike Graham to oh talk about God. anything? Yeah. Right. By the stop saying picks. I feel like he's going off the board early. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, God. <laughs> what we're doing here tonight, today, whenever you're listening, in whatever time zone we thank you, is Battle Bowl, the Lethal Lottery, using the 1991 WCW roster. And we are doing it just like the finals from last time, where it's the reverse draft. So you draft for your opponent. So Tim will draft for Dave, and Dave will draft for Tim. And the chips will fall wherever they may. I think it's going to be a little different, Matt, because um, right now we have our cameras on, so uh, Dave and Tim can see each other. Last, uh, in the spring, there was no, like, you wouldn't, like, uh, Joe and George couldn't stare each the other guy in the face and be like, I'm giving you Colton gun, you know? <laughs> like, so I, I want you guys to go hard in the paint. <laughs> so we will, we'll peel back the curtain slightly. We, so the wiki and I have made a gentleman's agreement. Oh my that God. We will not give each other people that we don't know. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's there are about. a ton of just jobberific jobber names <laughs> on this list. And I, in no good fashion, feel like I should be able to say, you know what? You get mic samples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to give I'm not going to give Tim dead eye dick. Right. Like, I'm not going to I'm not. Steve Stacks is sick. <laughs> Like, think about how many those those guys were were job guys that probably ended up becoming a fucking you know Glenn Ruth you know what I mean like the, the headbangers and shit, but they just in this case they were Steve Stacks or right you know Raymond Ott or something. And round seven will be the wild card round still, so there'll be awful wrestlers from other promotions involved as well. That's gonna be fantastic. There was also the gentleman's agreement that they are not going to pick the teams for each other unless they decide to pick an existing team. And they will have to make their own shit sandwiches out of the shit that they are handed. 
Like, it's already a shit sandwich with the Lethal Lottery, which is why one time I had a team of uh, Ole Anderson and, uh, what was it, Matsuhiro Chono, <laughs> where Ole Anderson just yelled racial slurs at him and walked away from the ring. <laughs> Not unlike something Ole Anderson wouldn't do yeah, in real life. Anyway. I did it. Right. <laughs> that's why I did it. Like, oh man. So we will get this started. Um, so because it's reverse, normally the lower draft seed goes first and they get the first pick. Yeah. So, Which but here's mean, the thing. Yeah. Dave would have the first pick, but he'd be picking for Tim. Right. So Tim is picking the first pick for Dave. I will happily. Make this selection. And if you are a fan of Final Wrestling Place, you know that there is a person in 1991 who I have a bit of beef with. So, DeWiki, with my first overall pick for you, you are getting the living legend Larry Zabisco, who refused to sign my copy of WCW NWO Revenge because he was not billed as the living legend. He wasn't Ooh. eternal. Well, here's the thing. He wasn't even the he wasn't even the legend in W or the living legend for a, for parts of his time. In this in this time he's not he's Larry the Cruncher Zabisco. Even yes. worse, you get Cruncher Zabisco. <laughs> you don't even get cool I'm too cool to be here at commentary, so I'm going to turn my back and do a weird L to the crowd. Uh, <laughs> well, you watch this New World Odor. The game of down. human chess. It's the full and then coming out. It's like he's doing the letter E, like Lair E in cursive. Zybisco, yes. All right, that's fine. I will take Larry the Cruncher Zabisco. Uh, I see ha- I see that pick, and I raise you Arachna Man. Yes, oh, man! <laughs> I can't be I can't be more happy. <laughs> Arachna Man. Okay, so um, I'm going through, and I wrote I, I listed everyone down, and then I just uh, bolded those that I wanted to give you. Um, so with that. I am going to give you, hmm, let's go Keith Hart. Yikes. Keith Hart. <laughs> Yikes, indeed. <laughs> That's Fuck. just cruel and unusual punishment. Well, let's see. Who should I throw your way? Let's go with. One half of the, uh, was it the Young Pistols? Oh, Scott Lord. Armstrong? That, that was not as a heavy a hit as you could have I right hate there. this man. <laughs> oh, I oh. hate Scott Armstrong. <laughs> Why? He is the worst referee in the history of refereeing. He's the worst Armstrong in the history of the Armstrongs. He is the yeah. Armstrong curse. No, I will say this. Scott Armstrong is the ref. No, you're right. I meant Steve, Steve Armstrong. Armstrong. Steve Armstrong. Sorry. Steve Armstrong is uh, the guy from the the Wild-Eyed Young Pistols. That's what Okay. All right. I, re- said, I, I have as, less problems with Steve. As a referee, Scott Armstrong's blatant telegraphing of every near fall drives me bonkers. I hate, <laughs> I hate him. 
And I will go on record as to say that the best referee of all time is Nick Patrick and can't nobody at me about anything. And don't tell me that he told people to kick out that that pinfall was that that count was sound. And I would fight Marcus to the death about it. Wow. There's a lot of hot takes going on right now. I love Nick Patrick. The best referee not named Matt Durline. Nick Patrick. Oh, thank you. There we go. There you go. I put it in there. Uh, Number next to you. Rudy Gonzalez. <laughs> Jeez. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> we are not holding back here. No. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, third pick for Tim, Buzz Sawyer. Oh. I don't think that's a bad pick. I mean, it's 1991 Buzz Sawyer, but. Okay. So I, I feel like I gotta, I gotta go a little layup here. So I'm going to give to Wiki here. 1991 Junkyard Dog. Oh, oh boy. That's, <laughs> that's not a good time in the world. That's not <laughs> um, uh, one idea, by the way, for next year, <laughs> me and Matt have talked about the, the, the finals being book your local state fair with guys at five years old <laughs> in 1998. Junkyard Dog would have been, like, the top pick for that. <laughs> All right. Wow, 91 JYD is rough. <laughs> like, that, I feel like i got to take a bath. And, and that's not a pun because his name is Junkyard Dog and I said rough. No. <laughs> oh, God. All right, uh, fourth pick, the 1991 career portion of One Man Gang's career. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I... I was watching Post some w- team. Yeah, I was watching some WCW and One Man Gang had a feud with a wrestler and they cut a promo or One Man Gang cut a promo and boy, he looked rough. <laughs> Just man. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> so with with my next pick, I will give you Master Blaster Blade, mm. not Kev. Oh, oh, ooh. Ugh, Al Green, really? Yeah, that's. <laughs> and he's not singing. Let's stay together. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> you want nothing to be together here with your with your roster and Al Green. Holy moly! Holy. Uh, how do you feel about 1991 Dirty Dutch Mantel? All right. <laughs> With that. Um, former, uh, former former Jaybird. Let's see here. Where are we at? Uh, six? Round six? This is round the start of round six. Hmm. Let's go with a very young, very impressionable Bob Holly. Oh. I mean. Not even uh, a race car driver yet. I was no. going to say. I'm like, that's like. He's like not even beating everybody and giving me the belt. <laughs> he, he has not cut his back on ECW TV to be shown for seven months every oh week in black and white. But it's, but it's a good shot. <laughs> 43 weeks ago on ECW TV, Bob Holly <laughs> cut his back. Matt, did I ever tell you I bought the Bob Holly book? No. Yeah, it's sitting over there. I bought it because the text was big and the words are small. Nice. <laughs> the same reason why I like Old Man in the Sea. 
All right. Sixth round pick for Tim. The computerized man of the 1990s, Terrence Taylor. Uncle Terry! All We all either started clapping or held up our hands like we had just won the NWA title. Yes. So, I know, I discussed it earlier. But the York Foundation is my favorite bad stable ever. I love the York Foundation. That's because- saying a lot considering, like... We did what TNA 07 and like Mike Skyros was really into um, serotonin. <laughs> yes. But you figure New York Foundation, first you got Alexandra York with her word processor. Mm-hmm. And then you got Mike Rotunda or Rotundo, depending on the day, who says, comes out and says, I'm rich. And now to, <laughs> to signify that I am rich, I'm going to legally change my name like a rich person would do to Michael Wall Street. Wall Street, yes. And then when he, when he's like, you know what, I'm going to go be IRS instead, then you have the only thing that might be worse than being a rooster, which is being the computerized man of the 1990s. <laughs> and then you've got Ricky Morton becoming corporate Ricky Morton. Richard but not Morton. Cut- but not cutting his mullet or wearing different gear. The York Foundation is so hilariously bad. <laughs> Don't worry. Richard Morton might come up in this draft. Don't worry. <laughs> he might. With my wild card pick. We are round seven. Heads, I win. Tails, you lose. I'm giving you Virgil. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Damn, that's worse than a Drake Younger wild card. The meat sauce will flow. <laughs> I am going a little off the wall with my wild card pick. I love it. Send Tim, it. say hello to Piratita Morgan, the pirate themed mini wrestler from CMLL. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Exquisite. Not only did Dave go international, he gave you a mini. He did. He, he sure did. Boy, there's nobody you can even team him up with. Like, I, there is, there is if, if, if the nice kid on this draft, list, if he's nice with his draft, I might have some opportunity. Oh, there's that word again. Um, you know what? Have yourself some Bill Kazmaier. Oh, 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 oh. Hey. Kill shot. Kill shot. Not my world's strongest man, but the <laughs> world's strongest man. He Kill he went on TV to break the Guinness Book of World Records record for bending a pipe around your neck? Yes. <laughs> Something. <laughs> oh, Bill Kazmaier's like when you catch your best friend with your mom. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, to go along with Piratita Morgan, I give you Rip Morgan. Nice. <laughs> They're related. They're related. Piratita I, and Rip Morgan. I will give you Lieutenant James Earl Wright. Oh, wow. That's a deep cut right there. That's a bad cut. Wow. <laughs> That's a serial killer name. When you're the lesser member of the state patrol, like oh, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's bad that's news. Oh boy, state patrol. Fuck. Let's go with Todd Champion. 
Nine. Yeah, special forces. There's not no, no. one guy that's been drafted that could main event WCW main event. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a different life, one of these guys could. Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, it has been uh, aforementioned on the podcast, but I feel it is time to pull the Mike Graham card. Should have done that. <laughs> and that assures Dave's vote f- from Decker now. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I don't know because Tim gave him Mike Graham, but now Dave has to use Mike Graham. So, so is it a vote no, no, against now I me? vote for Dave because he's been forced to use Mike Graham. Right. <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's go with Tim Horner. Oh, was on my sure. list. God. When, when you're the lesser list. member of the Lightning Express, <laughs> uh, Tim Horner will forever be. Uh, one time I was I had a long drive and I listened to like uh, one of the Jim Cornette omnibus before he kind of went off the deep end. And it was all the it was like a million Tim Horner stories. And I was like, ooh, this guy sucks. <laughs> I will, since I have one of them. Uh, DeWiki, you can have the other. I will give you Rip Rogers. <laughs> Fair enough. Dot, 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 flip. <laughs> Still not somebody that can main event, main event yet. Nope. <laughs> WCW Pro, Power Hour, nothing. Uh, we got a couple Power Hour main events. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna draft your, your commentary team. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> of Missy Hyatt Ooh. and Magnum TA. Oh, yikes. Okay. This will be like one of those shows that we saw today that uh, had to be canceled because <laughs> it only sold 70 tickets. <laughs> or the ring didn't show up. <laughs> or, right. they, or the ring didn't show up and they only sold 70 tickets. I will draft your commentary team <laughs> then as well. <laughs> Of, I'll give you, I'll give you a good place and then I'll let you figure out the rest. So I'm giving, uh, the commentary team, the rare 1991 three man commentary boot. Oh, no. oh of, no. Of Gordon Soley, Kevin Sullivan, and Lawrence Taylor. Oh. Oh, man. Boy. That's a lot of cocaine at that table. We're only talking about Gordon. <laughs> How much cocaine fits in a gin bottle? Enough. <laughs> no, but not enough for those three. Imagine Gordon Sully on Coke. Oh boy! Just for a second. How many times can he say "souple" in a minute? <laughs> Eighty-three. Oh man. Oh boy. I'd much rather see uh, uh, Bob Cottle all coked up. Oh gosh. I appreciate you not giving me Bob Cottle. I don't want to have any. Uh, was this <laughs> Jesse Helms moments? Thank you. Uh, let's see. For your next pick, Tim, have a have a, a heaping helping of Moon Dog Rex. Yeah, oh, buddy. Um, I will send your way, Pez Watley. Okay. There is a there is a Memphis appreciator in me that isn't that isn't mad about that. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, we're into the point now where we're starting to have to, like, because we made the agreement of not sending people we don't know over. Sure. We're starting to get into the territory of maybe Carters. Maybe not horrible. (laughs) Speaking of maybe not horrible, but really horrible, Van Hammer. Yes. Well, I mean, it depends. And hammer. It depends on what you want. If you if you want a family owned pornography store, then I mean, he's good goodness for that. gracious, this is things I didn't know. But it's family owned. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> small perfect. businesses. That's right. I will send your way. There's some guys on this board. Robert Gibson. Okay. Um, for the record, I was changing rooms, so I had myself yeah. on mute, and I did not get to adequately say this about the Van Hammer thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you drafting Robert Gibson with his glass eye? He comes equipped with all action figure accessories. <laughs> <laughs> what a toy boy way to put that. Uh, let's go lesser, lesser uh, member of the Grizzly Smith family, Sam Houston. Sam Houston. I will give you Joey Mags. Okay. I had a feeling that was coming at some point. Yeah. I mean, we're at that spot. Yep. Let's go Jack Victory. Nice. (laughs) I will see your Jack Victory, and I will send you Black Blood. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Who is Black Blood? Billy Jerk Haynes. Yep. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. So I was watching that Great American Bash 91 today, and they did a Lumberjack match with <laughs> with Black Blood and Big Josh, and it was about as bad as you would expect. <laughs> Not the worst on the card, but it was pretty terrible. Now, is there a difference in here, because I'm seeing it on the Soli website, is there a difference between Jack Victory and the 1991 uh, March the person that's here named Jacko Victor. No, I don't think so. I think that's the same person. I really wish there was a Jacko Victory. <laughs> in in sort of an unprecedented move, I'm going to give Tim the gatekeeper to the good place. However, <laughs> however, do you it. do have to use him. Do it. Wearing green. Yes. With a white beard. Plastic mask. Uh, you get Oz. All right. So, in an unprecedented move, for the first time in a show history, who do you want? <laughs> He's like, ah! He's like, who do you want? Buddha. Ah. Uh, <laughs> give me Richard Morton. Richard Morton. Sent. <laughs> what's, what's great is that Dave could have picked anybody. I could really. have. I could have. But he decided to continue to tank, like in the spirit of the show. <laughs> trying to trying to be fair. He could have anybody. He could have Ron Simmons. Could have. Could have had Bobby Eaton. Could have had. Like, could, have had could have had Lex Luger with the with the world championship. He's like, I take Ric Flair. <laughs> but no, he's like. Give me Richard Morton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. This I never one saw Tim so happy in my life. This one isn't now. Granted, I've only so seen him on bad. camera like this once. 
Go ahead and take Big Josh, Tim. All right, I'll take Big Josh. I can handle Big Josh. Uh, I'll give you somebody big as well. Um, <laughs> how how do you like your barbecue? Kansas Abdullah City style. Abdullah the Butcher. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go El Gigante. <laughs> I thought he was giving me two. And then we'll all be like, what's that to do with barbecue? And he'll be like, nothing. It was a swerve. <laughs> it's a swerve, bro. I'm sending How do you, like you your crab Venom, legs? bro. Tom Zink. <laughs> I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking about giving him the Z-Man. Ready for still, action. Still am. Uh, how do you feel about 1991 Axel Rotten? I was <laughs> so much so that he was going to go to you next. Oh, shit. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to give you everyone's favorite Jewish wrestler, Barry Horowitz. Okay. Pat myself on the back. What's crazy about this about these matches is you guys need to have big rosters for all this. Right. <laughs> like there ne- at least needs to be, what, 16, 16 people in order to uh, do this correctly? No. Um, because that'd be eight teams and four. Well, yeah, there's still plenty of pretty bad stuff out here. If you really, oh yeah, there is. Oh yeah, there is. There Uh, is. I'm looking at some of the pictures on this SmackDown hotel page, and first the picture of Robert Gibson. Oh my God, that's why I asked about the glass eye. And then the picture of Stan Hansen from like 1977. It you're seems like they only that. had they only had one picture and that was what they chose. You were going on it's to like, say about the Barry Windham picture. Oh, that Barry Windham picture is so bad. <laughs> uh, Tim, I'm gonna send to you Alan Iron Eagle. <laughs> okay. A name a name that I that I've heard of, but only because I listened to Between the Sheets. That that's that's uh, related to Rob Eagles, right? Yeah. Sure. <sighs> so. Jacko victory. <laughs> <laughs> um, since you did me such a solid earlier, um, I feel like I should return the favor. Um, no, I can't. I literally can't do that. I was literally going to send you a girl. Um, CN <laughs> <The end> News. <laughs> There's a reason I haven't drafted him yet. Oh, shit. Because he knows I have plans for him. I, well, it's also because I want PN. I'm not giving you PN. <laughs> I, will, I, will give you, I will give you Lex Luger and Sting as a tag team before I give you PN. <laughs> <laughs> not actually true. But. Uh, how about... About it. The Night Stalker. <laughs> uh... Oh boy! But they could book some gimmicks, couldn't they? I mean, I guess. Anyone? <laughs> I, I was explaining to a, I was explaining to a coworker of mine today about about this whole situation, and he didn't know anything. He doesn't really know anything about wrestling, and so I was explaining WCW and Jim Crockett Promotions as and 1991 as basically being Ted Turner buying low. Oh, <laughs> that's an effort right. to sell high. Um, oh, there's oh, that's WF roster. Oops, okay. I still see some low hanging fruit here that that could really hurt a card. 
<laughs> Sorry, there's I mean there is a it's a it's a smorgasbord. I just gristle. Gristle, yes, exactly. Let's do the Angel of Death. Oh boy. And I will send to you Sheiky Baby. <laughs> oh, 1991 HGH gut. Sheiky baby. Yo, that man wants one. Uh, what, what did he win? The king of or uh, the? Uh, he's a Pan American champion. <laughs> I was say, you, not, you put some respect on that name. Not in 1991, he isn't. No, no. Not. the Cuban assassin. Firebreaker chip. Oh. Now we're get, now we're getting dirty. <laughs> Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. <laughs> Doug Gilbert. Oh, man. Just when you guys thought you were done. <laughs> the gentleman's agreement has been thrown out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Give him Buddy Landau. <laughs> I was thinking about it. It was in my head. The record, after this pick, you each have enough for 11 tag teams. Mm-hmm. Did we already do... No, I think we just talked about him. Uh, Michael Wall Street, coming your way, buddy. So, I'll tell you, I almost sent him to you, but I gave you Virgil, (laughs) and I didn't want you to win. (laughs) Um, So, um, I couldn't give you the fake million dollar man. So, with that, um, I will send your way a very young spry, pre-rookie, pre-official rookie year, Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Okay. All right. We are now to the point where we have to start sending, like, reasonably recognizable people. Yes. And I'm going to do that same thing here. You get Brian Pillman. However... Yes. He is not flying Brian Pillman. Yes. He is the yellow dog. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite moments. Well, not favorite moments, but uh, favorite moments. Favorite moments. Ladies and Um, gentlemen, the yellow dog has won the Battle Bowl ring. (laughs) There's a good chance anything could happen in the World Championship Wrestling. Um. (laughs) I will send to you Johnny B. Bad. Okay. But not Johnny B. Bad. Oh, pre-Johnny B. Bad Mark Marrow? Pre-Johnny B. Bad Mark Marrow. Ugh. Marco. Terrible. (laughs) Matt, we might have to, like, uh, (laughs) like, uh, I think you gentlemen have had enough. (laughs) They'll tell you they've had enough. (laughs) <laughs> like Blade Gums Murphy and Establishment Eggs, they will tell you when they've had enough. Uh, Tim? Okay. That makes so. Yellow Dog for me was 23. Right. So, I didn't know how how long you, how many more I'm, rounds. We can keep going. I'm okay with keeping going. I'm down. Okay. <laughs> Yo, this is the championship. Right. <laughs> this uh, is for the chip. Get Dirty Dick Slater. Hey, yeah. That was the Dick Slater, like, 
priest unstable Dick Slater, or is he like working class teaming with Dick Murdoch heel? I, this is, I mean, this is this is sort of working class heel Dick Slater, I think. Yeah, wearing a scally cap and like being a union guy, and that makes him a heel for some reason, Dick Slater. <laughs> Whoa, we got Kennedy killed. <laughs> I'm sending your way pre yoga DDP. Okay. I can I can handle that. I can handle that. Good God. <laughs> post Mr. post to driving his pink Cadillac into WrestleMania six. Yes. Currently taller than everyone he manages in WCW. Yes. Diamond House. So take the Z Man, Tim. Yeah, take buddy. Take the Z Man. Yeah, buddy. You know what? I said I wasn't gonna do this. <laughs> but I'm gonna do it. Because I want, I want to see them them thrive here in this what we're doing here. You can't have 1991 WCW without the five most recognizable words of 1991 WCW. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. <laughs> The Ratmaster PN News. All right. You, you almost called them the 1999 PN News, and I was like, that I want to see. <laughs> right? Well, All right. I, saw, I did see it once at an ECW house show when he was in the Baldies. <laughs> oh, my God. In an unprecedented it was move. not good. <laughs> Actually, this is precedented. Who do you want? Whoa. All right. I won't, I won't uh, take advantage of this. I will I will lay up as best I can. You are certainly within your rights. I want Elegante. Okay. Man, Said he was no left one on the ever. board. <laughs> <laughs> well, he knows if he picks somebody with pristine, you know what I mean? It it goes against the the goodwill of the this of the rottenness. So What do like, you mean the without pristine? <laughs> Flying Brian's second best friend Elegante? <laughs> How dare you, sir? I want to see that Thanksgiving. The godfather of Brian Pillman Jr., Elegante? How dare <laughs> you? How dare uh, you? That says, that says so much. So, somewhere Elegante, like his ears are he's like, don't say like, that don't about put, me. No, don't, that, put that, yeah. don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Just Brian Pillman Jr. and Elegante walking around with their cancel culture. Cancel, 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 cancel culture. And, George, and poor George doesn't know what it means. <laughs> Oh, it's your turn to pick for me. Oh, that's right, because you I took Elegante. Yep. George South. Okay. Whoa. I'm gonna give you Hacksaw Butch Reed. What do I feel like he got? Or the natural. Already. Maybe it was the natural. No, it was Hacksaw on this. I saw it on the earlier uh, on Soul. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's a that's a gift. No, it is. Um, I appreciate that. So I'm going to send you you know what? I can't have him not on the card anywhere. You know what? You're going to actually get a good piece of meat right here. Bobby Eaton. Okay. Whoa. That's a big um that's a, there. That's a that's a certifiable WCW Jim Cracker Promotions made event right there, Bobby Eaton. Yes, sir. Yes. We're a television champion. We're a tag Absolutely. champ. Uh, let's Amazing go. hair. <laughs> the mulletest mullet that ever mulleted. Uh, Dan Spivey. Dangerous Dan Spivey. 
let's go with <laughs> Scott Flash Norton. Whoa. Okay. I will give you the man who walked so that Orange Cassidy could run in sunglasses, Big Cat Curtis Hughes. Oh, man. <laughs> the eventual evolved form of Orange Cassidy. That's right. <laughs> Curtis Hughes. Curtis Hughes. Sunglasses never came off. No, man. Those He had those... Uh, The Horace Grant specials. (laughs) Yeah, right, 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 right. I need to get a count on where we are. I think we're at 29 wrestlers. I'm taking a look. I got to pull. Yep, we're at 29. So this, we'll see. see. Uh, Let's go with, let's go with Big Josh. You You already have him. Oh, I already do have Big Josh. My apologies to the chef. Um, let's then go with the juicer. Oh, damn. Uh, you get Ranger Ross. <laughs> Hold on. I think he was on my list highlighted and I didn't take. Yep. There he was. Just bolded. Not taken. It's great. Uh, to be mean? at an even 16 teams, you would each need to take two more. Just uh, as a perspective on where we are here. Right. And I will do so right now. This should be where (laughs) you should draft him a tag team. Welcome to Magnum Force. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, who's in Magnum Force? I don't know this. Magnum Force 1 and Magnum Force 2. Don't you know that? Yep. No. So every Clash of the Champions, it seemed, had, like, generic ruffian biker tag team number right. six. And and they always fought the Steiners, and they always lost, and they were one of those teams. Oh, God. Can you draft him, like, the Ding Dongs? Were they 91? No, I don't think they were. Oh. Let's see. No, I don't think Ding and Dong were 91. I think they were 91. <laughs> Can you sign your W two, please? Ding. <laughs> Who should we make this chat your paycheck out to? Ding. <laughs> okay, I see your Magnum Force, and if that's what we're doing, we're giving people tag teams. You don't gonna, have to. I'm going to raise you. Well, I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to raise you, and I am going to give you the made up tag team yes. that you now have to use together. Oh boy. <laughs> El Puerto Ricanio and <laughs> of Earthquake Ferris. Oh my god. And Ron Cumberledge. Wonderful. All right. I'm not convinced that you didn't make those names up. <laughs> <laughs> Again, both names that I know from from listening to Between the Sheets. Um, is this like on uh, We Need Wrestling when DJ makes up half of Dark and Brett has to guess which part <laughs> yeah. is the actual no, that's is actual Dark? Glow. Right. Oh my God. You guys have lots of wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. And some of them are actually even good. I know it's great. Oh, uh, are man. we capping it here at sixteen teams each? I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> 
I Dave will tell you when you're good. <laughs> now I think I think we'll call it there. Right. We're gonna leave we're gonna leave a whole lot of people a whole lot of people not getting booked. We'll give a lot of people the opportunity to not be booked. Right. Oh, there's that oh. word again. There's that word again. So with that, we're gonna take a break. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, well, a, a very long break. You yeah. guys have some work to do, <laughs> and we'll be right back here for the second half of. The Tournament of Champions final here on the A-Show and CKCC Radio. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong. And if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour, and then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, PeterDeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, The Ranking Tracks Podcast and The Real Paranormal Talk Podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd Podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out the A-Show and By the Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By the Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on the A-Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death binge cast where the Board to Death clan reviews easy-to-digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckcradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, 
Blackjack Brad, and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. Weekly episodes for the entire baseball family where we talk all baseball all the time. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and on YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. The Nonlinear Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between, you can find the Nonlinear Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev. And then my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try on a scale point twenty five to five being the best. We talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. Oh, man. Here we go. Decker. (laughs) Yo. Are you ready for the finals? Uh, I'm as ready as one could ever be. Uh, this was quite an endeavor for these for these gentlemen. <laughs> I can only imagine what we're going to hear. So, as the lower seed, Dave drafted for Tim. So Tim technically had his pick selected first. So Tim gets to present first. Mm. All so, right. That works for me. So we are live at Starcade 1991 Battle Bowl. Of course, your commentary team of Missy Hyatt and Magnum TA. <laughs> and we start the show off with the computerized man of the 1990s, Terry Taylor, <laughs> having a talk with Missy Hyatt and Magnum TA. And he mentions that in this, the holiday season, the York Foundation has graciously provided all of their computerized services to WCW for such an occasion as Battle Bowl. And with that, Battle Bowl, the draw, will be super 
extra randomized, all handled by the York Foundation. So instead of having to draw names out of a tumbler, the matchups will be provided via computer. Okay. Very, very progressive in 1991. And so the um, Terry Taylor leaves Alexander York's laptop with Magnum TA and Missy Hyatt. Neither of them know quite exactly what to do with a laptop. But <laughs> they, they do. This is like when Homer pulls the, boris, the, the bowl of cereal and then it catches on fire as soon as he adds milk. Correct. Um, but they do know that the matchups will display on the monitor as they are, are randomly picked. And so our opening match of the night will feature the team of the Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker and Michael Sam Houston taking on the team of Dirty Dutch Mantel and the Yellow Dog. <laughs> okay, okay. Very odd coupling between Dutch and Yellow Dog, but however, um, the Yellow Dog is just as scrappy as Dutch Mantel can be. And in about seven minutes, the Yellow Dog and Dutch Mantel pick up the victory uh, as the Yellow Dog pins Michael Sam Houston advancing to Battle Bowl. In the second match of the evening, it is the Angel of Death and Moondog Rex taking on the team of Van Hammer and Buzz Sawyer. And Van Hammer comes out with a with something to prove, does not tag in Buzz Sawyer at all, and puts the boots to Angel of Death and Moondog Rex, beating them practically two-on-one in five minutes to advance the team of Van Hammer and Buzz Sawyer to Battle Bowl. In the third random matchup of the evening, it is the team of Earthquake Ferris and Ron Cumberlidge <laughs> taking on the team of Eligante and Piratita Morgan. <laughs> Yeah. Elegante carrying Piratita Morgan down <laughs> the ramp on his shoulder. You can immediately tell that these two have, have found a kinship to one another um, that, that can't be expressed. It's storybook. It's it's Pixar-esque. <laughs> and, um, I thought somebody's going to hold them like a, like a, like a briefcase. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's respect between Elegante and Piratita <laughs> Morgan. And with that, uh, Elegante makes short work of Ferris and Cumberledge to advance his team into Battle Bowl. Matchup number four is the team of Rip Morgan and Tom Zink taking on the team of Dirty Dick Slater and Ranger Ross. Tom Zink, as always, ready for action and... Focuses his attack on Ranger Ross, uh, knowing he doesn't want any parts of the dirty one, Dick Slater. And Z-Man picks up the victory for his team, moving them into Battle Bowl. So to, to remind everyone of the first eight to qualify for that Battle Bowl ring, 
It is Dutch Mantel, The Yellow Dog, Van Hammer, Buzz Sawyer, Elegante, Piratita Morgan, Rip Morgan, and Tom Zink. Uh, Terry Taylor makes his way back to Missy and Magnum and brags about how fantastic the York Foundation's computerized services are working for Battle Bowl and claims this is going to be the best Battle Bowl ever. Uh, matchup number five, <clears throat> we'll see the team of Tim Horner and Todd Champion oh, taking on the fuck. team, taking on the team of Axel Rotten and Arachna Man. <laughs> <laughs> and surprisingly, Arachnaman and Axel Rotten do better than you'd think. Um, Arachnaman showing signs of uh, possibly being uh, a savant in the ring more than just a more than just a man in a spider costume. And Arachnaman beats uh, Tim Horner with the side Russian Lake sweep to advance to Battle Bowl for he and his uh, partner, Axel Rotten. Oh, interesting choice. Russian leg sweep. You know, I mean, Arachnaman's got some skills. Matchup number six. Uh, this is as Haas as Haas can be, as the one-man gang and Jack Victory take on the team of Dangerous Danny Spivey and... Ah, oh man, that's the main event right there. And it is, as someone would say, who is not on either card, this is your clubbering matchup. Uh, <laughs> Oz and Spivey and Victory and One Man Gang are just laying in the ugliest forms of wrestling possible. It's looking the earliest on, form of kaiju that there ever was brought to wrestling. For sure. And the bigger kaiju win here as Oz and Danny Spivey uh, survive the 747 <laughs> and Jack victory, uh, making their way to Battle Bowl. In matchup number seven, it is the team of the Big Cat and Allen Iron Eagle <laughs> taking on the team of Butch Reed and Steve Armstrong <laughs> immediately. Butch Reed is disgusted that he has to see <laughs> well, with Steve Armstrong and forearms him in the side of the face. The bell <laughs> sounds. Steve Armstrong turns around and the big cat catches him with the sidewalk slam. And somehow Alan Iron Eagle <laughs> has made his way into Battle Bowl courtesy <laughs> Of the big cat, but most specifically, Butch Reed. And <laughs> in your main event of the tag team matchups of Battle Bowl, it is the team of Big Josh and Michael Wall Street. Oh, okay. Taking on the team of the Cuban assassin <laughs> and the computerized man of the 1990s. Oh, okay. Michael Wall Street reaches into his jacket, pulls out a nice little payday. They have (laughs) padded the lope 
and slips it to the Cuban assassin who doesn't do anything for free, passes the money to the Cuban assassin, and as the ref uh, rings the bell, the Cuban assassin decides to take a walk. Oh, shit. And Michael Wall Street and Big Josh ease into Battle Bowl with Terry Taylor all smiles the whole way through. So, all right, all right. (laughs) Your teams entering Battle Bowl, they all start lining up one by one, coming down the long enhanced ramp. You've got Dutch Mantel and the Yellow Dog, Van Hammer and Buzz Sawyer, Eligante and Piratita Morgan. (laughs) Rip Morgan and Tom Zink, Arachnaman and Axel Rotten, Oz and Danny Spivey, the Big Cat and Alan Iron Eagle, the Big Josh and Michael Wall Street, and all the 16 men are in the ring together. The bell sounds, and the quest to find the ring for Battle Bowl 1991 begins. Everyone pairs off except for Elegante and Piratita Morgan. Elegante has created a one-man wall around Piratita Morgan. Oh, my God. As if to protect the baby Mandalorian style. (laughs) People don't know what the Mandalorian is in 1991. They don't understand who Grogu is or anything else. But somehow they feel it. Maybe it's information getting sent to Missy Hyatt and Magnum TA via the computerized systems of the York Foundation. First eliminated, Axel Rotten as he tries to go after Piratita Morgan, but is immediately dispatched by oh, Axel Rotten. Rookie mistake. On the other side of the ring, the big cat makes short work of his tag team partner, Alan Iron Eagle. Immediately, we are down. We're down to 14. <laughs> Oz, being big and powerful and standing tall, takes care of Rip Morgan. While Dutch Mantel tries to swerve on the yellow dog, and the yellow dog finds comfort in his best friend Tom Zink, as the two of them eliminate <laughs> Dirty Dutch Mantel. <laughs> we've, already gotten, we've already broken down a couple of eliminations. And now the larger men in the match are starting to take their eye and look at Elegante, and most specifically, the prize that he's protecting. That they don't want to. They don't want to go after Elegante. They want to go after Piratita Morgan. <laughs> Buzz Sawyer goes in, and Elegante dumps Buzz Sawyer. Dan Spivey comes in, and he dump, gets dumped by Elegante. Not Dan Spivey. Dan Hammer comes in, and he gets dumped by Elegante. And just as Elegante turns to check on Piratita Morgan, the big cat gets up underneath Elegante and gingerly eases Big George over the top rope <laughs> and send him uh, cascading slowly down to the floor. <laughs> Elegante is eliminated. Piratita Morgan is beside himself. And it is just as you would expect. The big cat is chasing the small diminutive Piratita Morgan around the ring until Piratita Morgan finds new friends (laughs) in lineup 
It's Big Josh, Tom Zink, and the Yellow Dog. Oh no! And as as Piratita Morgan runs the runs around the, those three, Big Cat charges in. Big Josh, Yellow Dog, Tom Zink all pull the top rope down, and out goes the Big Cat. Left in the match, Arachnaman, Big <laughs> Josh, Oz, the Yellow Dog, Tom Zink. Michael Wall Street and Piratita Morgan. <laughs> Immediately, Big Josh and Arachnaman break off, and Arachnaman is uh, squashed out of competition. <laughs> like a bug! Battle Bowl, like a bug. And immediately after that, the Big Cat comes behind Big Josh. There's going to be one big man in this match, and the Big Cat eliminates Big Josh. Oz now stares down the yellow dog and Tom Zink. Michael Wall Street kind of poking around Big Oz, kind of directing him and telling him what to do. Oz goes in, starts picking at the dog and Zink, back elbows, close punches, until eventually the dog and Zink work Oz against the ropes, and Oz goes Ass over tea kettle, outside, to the floor. Yellow Dog and Tom Zink have eliminated Oz. Oh, no. So now, it's Tom Zink, the Yellow Dog, Piratita Morgan, and Michael Wall Street. Michael Wall Street. Michael Wall Street's (laughs) trying to, to find his way around. He's got a little bit of extra cash on his person, trying to make a deal with the Yellow Dog. No dice. Trying to make a deal with Tom Zink. No way. Tries to even offer some money to Piratita Morgan. Not happening. So Wall Street gets uh, worked over by all three. And as they're trying to get him eliminated, Zink has Michael Wall Street held, arms behind his back. The yellow dog goes to charge in. Michael Wall Street breaks through, and the yellow dog clotheslines Tom Zink over the top rope. Oh, no. Zink is eliminated. The timing has come down to three. Immediately, the yellow dog is distraught. Doesn't know what he did. Zink understands it's all of his communication friends are friends. Michael Wall Street goes to sneak up behind the yellow dog. Yellow dog goes behind, gives Michael Wall Street the push, and Michael Wall Street is eliminated. It's down to the yellow dog. But wait, Terry Taylor slides into the ring and he grabs the mask of the yellow dog and rips it off, unveiling the banished flying Brian Pillman. He is all smiles and the bell rings. Gary Michael Capetta gets on the microphone and says, ladies and gentlemen, due to flying Brian's appearance in Battle Bowl, He has been eliminated. Oh, no. Therefore, your winner of the 1991 Battle Bowl (laughs) is Piratita Morgan. (laughs) I go off. Piratita Morgan absolutely confused as to what is going on. The Yellow Dog and Tom Zink giving chase to the computerized man of the 1990s. Everyone is confused, (laughs) none more so than Missy Hyatt, who has been sent a weird web address 
on the computer to possibly do stuff with and put her pictures on. But <laughs> Starcade 91 is out of time. Piratique de Morgan stands as tall as he can in the center of the ring, being presented the Battle Bowl ring and the victory to close out WCW's 1991. Uh, I only wow. hope that shortly after Michael Wall Street comes down, unmasked Piratita Morgan, and it's actually Taz. <laughs> Said Hook. <laughs> All right. All right. So, you, Dave, have your work cut out for I you. certainly do. I don't know. We'll see. Gordon Soley, Kevin Sullivan, and Lawrence Taylor <laughs> welcome us to the Keel Auditorium in St. Louis, Missouri, the home of Battle Bowl 1991. Gordon tells us that this is a new pay-per-view concept that they've introduced six weeks before Starcade because a national wrestling company wouldn't be stupid enough to make this the focus of their marquee event, would they? Yeah. Gordon sends us down to the ring where Gary Michael Capetta, Capetta explains that all matches will be contested under spin the wheel, make the deal rules. What? The teams were decided <laughs> earlier today by random draw, and each set of teams have flipped a coin to see who will spin the wheel. Let's go back for our, let's go back to commentary for our first matchup announcement. Let's go to the back. In the backstage area, Kevin Sullivan has taken up residence as the backstage interviewer for the evening, leaving Gordon Soley and Lawrence Taylor to call the matches. Yikes. Our first two teams are Mike Graham and Rip Rogers, and they will be taking on Richard Morton and Robert Gibson. Can you believe the luck that former tag team partners have been put together in this random situation? Graham and Rogers have won the coin toss and will be spinning the wheel. Rogers gives the wheel a flick, and it lands on Spinner's Choice. Graham pulls Rogers in and whispers in his ear, and Rogers looks at him like he's insane, but he thinks it over and announces that Mike Graham actually has a fantastic idea. This match will take place under two out of three falls rules. Oh, God. So <laughs> At commentary, Gordon, Gordon Sully explains that Graham presumably thinks that this will benefit his team because they're, they're a technical wrestling team. They, this, should, this should really help out. The match starts with Robert Gibson facing off with Mike Graham. They have a short little scientific wrestling match when Richard Morton blind tags Gibson, uh, and Morton comes into the ring with a chair. Gibson looks more than a little miffed as Morton hits Graham square in the head with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> the referee has no choice but to disqualify Morton and Gibson, giving Graham and Rogers the first fall. Morton runs to the opposite corner, knocks Rogers off the apron, and Rogers hits his head on the guardrail. In the ring, Graham starts to get up, and as the bell rings, Morton hits him with an elbow and covers him for the one, two, three. It's all tied up. Morton goes to his corner, and he and Gibson are having a very animated discussion as the ref is checking on Graham. Mike Graham gets up, goes to his corner, but Rogers is still down. He looks at the ref, and the ref has no choice but to ring the bell starting the third fall. Morton tags Gibson, who gets into the ring, but they're still arguing. They get in each other's faces. Morton shoves Gibson. Gibson shoves Morton. Morton shoves Gibson, and Gibson goes flailing into Mike Graham, and his elbow hits him in the head. Graham goes down, and Gibson falls on him for the pin. Gibson and Morton win, and they are the first two entrants in Battle Bowl. I was hoping it would be an Inferno match. (laughs) It's like, a great idea. (laughs) In the back, the Night Soccer and PN News will be taking on Rudy Gonzalez and Virgil. (laughs) 
Wow. Kid News and Night Stalker have won the coin toss and will be spinning the wheel. The wheel lands on Texas Deathmatch. PN News and Night Stalker make their way to the ring, and PN News has a microphone. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. News and the Stalker, a tag team from scratch. Rudy and Virgil going to get beat in a Texas death match. If you don't believe me, I beg your pardon. You can find those two later at the Olive Garden. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. <laughs> this is pretty much a squash with PN News and the Night Stalker winning when Virgil gets knocked out pinned and is unable to answer the 10 count <laughs> next up we have Mar- marcus alexander bagwell and scott norton teaming to take on doug gilbert yes, <laughs> yes! vicious and delicious right a uh, a pre-alpha version of vicious and delicious norton spins the wheel which comes up on i quit do any of these four know a submission hold this is a solid competitive match which sees scott norton Make Gilbert yell, I quit, with a step-over toehold, taking a page out of the Terry Funk book. Okay. Uh, Next just, up. Just one note. We did not hear who Doug Gilbert's tag partner was. Uh, the juicer. Oh, oh okay. okay. Next up, Abdullah the Butcher and Iron Sheik will be taking on Magnum Force. <laughs> <laughs> Magnum Force has won the toss and spins a first blood match. Oh, my oh. God. God. Clearly, Abdullah and Sheik win this match. When the Iron Sheik distracts the ref, Abby pulls out his fork and starts stabbing Magnum Force number one in the head. <laughs> this match is notable because Gordon Soley is extremely put off and has no qualms <laughs> expressing his disgust for this display. Lawrence so, Taylor totally fine with it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, he keeps sniffling, he keeps sniffling for some reason and nobody knows why. <laughs> the first, so through four matches, the first eight Battle Bowl competitors are Richard Morton, Robert Gibson, The Night Stalker, PN News, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, Scott Norton, Abdullah the Butcher, and The Iron Sheik. Our fifth match features Firebreaker Chip and Joey Mags taking on Mark Marrow and Bill Kazmaier. Marrow oh. spins the wheel and it comes up on a lumberjack match. All of the teams that have already wrestled come out to take the mantle of Lumberjacks, and Firebreaker Chip pins Mark Marrow after Rich after Richard Morton punches Marrow and rolls him back <laughs> in the <laughs> sixth match. Bobby Eaton and Diamond Dallas Page versus James Earl Wright and Bob Holly in a coal miners glove match. <laughs> wow! Bobby Eaton and DDP win when DDP climbs up on the turnbuckle, grabs the coal miners glove off the pole throws it to Bobby Eaton, who hits James Earl right with it and pins him as DDP holds Bob Holly back in the corner. The seventh match, George South and Larry Zabisco taking on Black Blood and Pez Watley in a four-way dog collar match. Oh, my God. Four men all chained together, and by the end of this match, all four are an absolutely bloody mess. <laughs> The finish comes when the cruncher Larry Zabisco just starts wailing on Black Blood with the chain and pins him. The eighth and final tag team match of the Lethal Lottery. Keith Hart and Barry Horowitz face off with Master Blaster Blade and the Junkyard Dog. JYD spins the wheel, and this match will be contested inside of a steel cage. 
as the cage is being erected, we go backstage to Kevin, Kevin Sullivan, who is interviewing Hart and Horowitz. They are both putting on an air of confidence, but it is very clear that they are nervous going into the cage. These four men, this, this is another bloody match, a bloody, bloody match. This, this battle bowl has been bloody. And by the end of this match, all four men are so exhausted that the finish comes when Barry Horowitz basically passes out on top of JYD for the win. <laughs> so your battle bowl competitors are Richard Morton, Robert Gibson, the Night Stalker, PN News, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, Scott Norton, Abdullah the Butcher, Iron Sheik, Firebreaker Chip, Joey Mags, Bobby Eaton, Diamond Dallas Page, George South, Larry Zabisco, Keith Hart, and Barry Horowitz. As the cage is being deconstructed, Gary Michael Capetta reminds everyone of the Battle Bowl rules. This is a two-ring battle royal. Competitors are eliminated from one ring into the second ring until there is only one person standing. And the competitors in the second ring will try and throw each other over the top rope to the floor until there is only one man left standing in that ring. Then the two survivors will try and throw each other over the top rope until one man is left standing. And that man will be the Battle Bowl winner. The Battle Bowl starts out hot. Richard Morton and Robert Gibson are going after each other. They fight all over the ring. Meanwhile, Keith Hart, Barry Horowitz, George South, and Larry Zabisco, because they're all so tired, they're so bloody, they are immediately thrown into the second ring. Zabisco and South take advantage of this and immediately dump Keith Hart out. Then they start double-teaming Horowitz, and they throw him out. Back in the first ring, Bobby Eaton and Firebreaker Chip are fighting. Abdullah the Butcher and Iron Sheik are just taking on anyone they can find. They're just throwing blows. Abdullah actually seems confused at one point and starts going into the second ring. And then he sees he sees Barry Horowitz bloody on the floor and jumps over the ropes trying to get at him. And it eliminates itself. Bagwell and DDP end up fighting each other. Norton dumps both of them into the second ring and then gets dumped into the second ring himself. After some more pairing, basically everybody is in the second ring except Bobby Eaton, who is the sole survivor in the first ring. So he's the winner of the first ring, and he will wait to see who wins the second ring. Morton and Gibson continue to fight. Gibson sends Morton back into the first ring. Bobby Eaton gives Morton a kick and then tosses him out of the ring. The second ring comes down to Gibson and Zabisco, and finally, after reopening the cuts on Zabisco's head, Gibson is able to throw him out. He starts to celebrate his, his survival of the second ring, but then Morton comes from out of nowhere and throws him out. Morton was never actually eliminated since he was thrown out of the first ring and not the second ring. So we now have Bobby Eaton and Richard Morton. And this oh, is a, nice. a fantastic three minute, like the fantastic, just little quick three minute sequence that ends with, you know, it's they're they're doing they're doing leapfrogs. They're doing, uh, you know, clothesline spots. They're, tr they're just jumping all over the place. Bobby Eaton ends up ducking a Morton crossbody. And sort of like ends up grabbing the rope and eliminating him as uh, as Morton goes over. Bobby Eaton is your first ever Battle Bowl winner, and it is beautiful. Excellent, 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 excellent. Oh my god! I was although there was a part of me that wanted it to be Shiki Baby and Scott Norton. <laughs> I was like that would have been a great finish. That was very well done, though. Thank you. Gentlemen, wonderful final cards. Wonderful. You deserve to be in the finals. Absolutely. And now we leave it to the listeners of the A-Show. 
You will have one week to cast your vote and determine who is the new Joe Sposto Drafter Weight Champion. Our uh, our our fall champion. Yes. You just go to at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter and place your vote. Uh, the poll goes up about an hour after we drop the episode to give you time to listen and then place your vote, provided you listen right when the show drops. A lot of people don't. That's okay. But make sure you listen before you vote. So as far as our show goes, it is now time for our season break. Winter break, baby. We will be back, I'm going to say late February. I was going to say, yeah, probably late February, March, somewhere around there. Um, to to begin the spring 2022 season, and when we return, our first guest will be noted internet celebrity Andy Peck. Nice. From Feet First Productions, also known as the guy who found the Undertaker in the airport and got his picture <laughs> taken with him that one time. Also known as Stan Marsh as Lord for Halloween on Reddit. Randy Marsh is as Lord. Okay, Randy Marsh as Lord uh, for Halloween on Reddit. A friend of many people on the show. Uh, many people who have been on the show. Andy Peck is like the new Phil Stamper. Everyone seems to know Andy Peck. That's funny. That's actually, that's very true. Like our old pal George Gatton met Andy Peck on an airplane. <laughs> that's wild. Um, Going either to or from WrestleMania in California. David Cannon has a podcast, a very popular podcast, yep. called Hit My Music. Tell us about it. Uh, it is a podcast where I interview wrestlers and wrestling personalities about their taste in music, their how they grew up listening to music, and how that sort of informed their choices in terms of uh, entrance themes. As we record this, last week I released the episode with Shane Hagedorn. Uh, that was my most recent episode. As this goes up, if you are a part of the Patreon at patreon.com slash jinglemeister, in less than 24 hours, you will be hearing my conversation with Hollow Wicked. All glory knows no doing. That's awesome. So, that is this week. That'll be Thursday for people who aren't on the Patreon. The Patreon ep- the episode gets posted on uh, on the Patreon in the wee hours of Tuesday morning. And we will have some exhibition matchups at some point. I, they may be just on the CKCC radio Patreon, um, where I know Chris O'Mealy would like to take on Ed Cody from Pod Van Dam. New, uh, newly reformed non-Twitter user Ed Cody. What? Hold on. I, we'll, we'll talk about that on fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not 2022 yet. Well, I mean, when this airs, it will. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. We're in the future right now. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> But there are going to be some some non-tournament, um, just exhibition matches at some point. I do know that Chris wants to open it up to members of the CKCC Radio Patreon to yes. be on the show and draft against each other. So yeah. that's something that we're thinking about doing maybe monthly or quarterly as our schedule permits. And there's a lot as of shows. Schedule that's permits, definitely. <laughs> There's a lot of shows at ckccradio.com that you can check out. Uh, you heard Chris's commercial earlier. Please reference that. Yes. <laughs> also, soon to be named network.com, the home of the two podcasts that you just heard about here uh, from our guests tonight and a whole host of others. 
also um the punk popcast with um their big guest coming up and again I don't think it's been announced yet so we're not going to say it. Yes, 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 don't spoil it. But they they got a pretty good deal going on. Um, That's awesome. Jason also has the not another sports podcast with David who does not watch wrestling, so he will not be on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tornado yeah. Tag Podcast yes. on the IWP network. Check them out. Uh all of our friends at the uh High Tension Wrestling Network, uh Tommy Talks Tape. Eventually, my episode of Tommy Talks Tape is going to air. I don't know when. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, Moran and Friends is on there. Uh, apparently, um, I am friends with Johnny Moran. He has confirmed. So at some point <laughs> in the future, right. I'm going to be on the show. And I think we got everything. Uh, gentlemen, it's been awesome you guys being on. And uh, I hope you guys uh, had a great holiday. And you'll continue to have great holidays uh, after this recording. <laughs> Thank and you. Thank you. I would just like to uh, thank, as we uh, wrap up 2021 here, everyone, I know we've said this before, everyone in the podcast community has been so welcoming to oh, this so project. Oh, so super cool, man. Um, I, I was talking uh, through Twitter to uh, a friend of mine who um, does podcasts and uh, contributes to Fightful. And um, she put up a post about uh, what was something cool that happened in 2021. And I said, all the all the great friends that we have made podcasting this year. Yeah, there's been there's been more than a few and uh, couldn't be happier. Just, uh, you know, thanks, everybody, for not being dicks. Uh, Coming into 2021, the only people from. Well, I mean, I knew DJ, I knew Brett. Uh, I had met Mark. I had met Marcus previously through. uh, the wrestling speakeasy, if you know, you know. And um, I, anyone else in this little podcast bubble that we've become friends with, I had never met before. Right. And everyone's been so welcoming, and everyone's just such good people. So yeah. thank you guys for that. Oh, and, man. And, Loved every um, second of doing this show, Matt, this year. Absolutely. Um, and it's a far cry from the days of – um. Shows from a hat where we watch seven Mike Graham matches, oh. or or the Shoot World Order, or uh, uh, the Duke of Dorchester. Uh, the, du- the Duke of Dorchester, nineteen seventy seven, fiery babyface Kevin Sullivan from Southie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, speaking cause and how of God. Oh, go ahead, Matty. Oh, of the Shoot World Order. Right. Independentwrestling.tv. If you use the code word draft on independentwrestling.tv, it gets you as a new user nothing, but it lets jerry.tv know that you came from the A show. Uh, oh, we'll get them on Pod Van Dam. They're in, they're, they're in a, they're in a, uh, they're in a poll. Pod Van Dam. Oh yeah. Like, like, like best, uh, just like a best podcast poll. Yeah. Go vote for those guys, even though they call those dorks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. And critically acclaimed dorks, and um, I, I think critically acknowledged dorks. <laughs> and um, I did have to. I felt like I had to clear it up when I was like, "Hey guys, I didn't think it was a bad thing. I thought it was funny, right?" Because I thought that like they actually thought that we took offense. So I'm like, "No, we fit the bill." <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. We're doing shows about <laughs> fake things that will never happen. <laughs> 
So oh, with Christ. that said, David Kincannon and Tim Taylor, thank you for being a part of our podcast here. Thank you for being a part of our tournament of champions. Thank, thank you for, for having me. Thank you for thank doing you. some good, good enough cards. You guys are here at the end, you know? So until late February, thank you all for listening. My name is Matt. I am Chris. And we will see you in 2022.